Welcome back to the Mate How Good Was podcast with me, Josh, and me, Lewis. <laughs> Welcome back, mate. Yeah, been a couple of weeks, isn't it, Josh? Sabbatical, scouting trip. What a load of rubbish. <laughs> he was he was drinking. <laughs> like fighting, drinking, fighting, 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 going in your bullocks. Yeah. That sounds exactly like your wedding anniversary. <laughs> that sounds that sounds exactly like something that I want to put on that didn't happen. But that is exactly what happens. Couple of drinks, not r- not actually any fights, but um, yeah. But we don't condone fighting on this channel, do we? Really? We don't condone violence, no. Because um, well, boring, isn't it? Yeah. What? Why? Why fight when you can just not fight? It's just easier. Why fight it? when you can drink more like oh, a bloody bloke? Oh god, we are such fucking blokes, aren't we? Such blokes, honestly. Um. How are you, mate? You yeah, good, mate. I'm good. I'm good, 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 yeah. good. It's been a cu- obviously it's been a couple of weeks since we've done this, so a lot has happened in the in the footballing world. A lot Josh. has happened, and I, and I know that our international fans, our international fan base for this highly successful podcast, has missed us greatly. Um, that uh, uh, we've been missed. I've had I've had hundreds of messages, aka about two, saying why was the podcast not last week? Do you know what? It might not be hundreds, but the fact that we've had two messages to say, boys, where's the podcast, mate? It makes me feel incredibly wanted and my personality um i am quite needy yeah same so it's <laughs> that's um that's done me wonders to be honest it's done wonders for my for my confidence might not be hundreds but yeah i like that uh, was it absence makes the heart grow f- grow fonder well yeah i and well hopefully it does josh yeah because we've got a bit of a cracker here today but i think before we talk about the cracker jacker <laughs> this just in breaking news chelsea football club sack thomas tuchel absolute joke i think that is ridiculous yeah so do i i think it, it looks like he's fallen out it's look it looks like he's not he didn't seem happy i look i watched a bit of his press conference yesterday and he doesn't sound like he is particularly happy there mm. but it didn't get to me it didn't look like a stage where he was going to get sacked and when you look i looked at his record and it's just so good and he's won Mate, the champions, champions league. league champions league Dilly ding, dilly dong. <laughs> He's won in the Champions League. That is, and but the only thing I can think of, and actually a mate of mine brought this up because obviously the, the group chat went insane. Yeah, it was on. Um, a mate of mine brought this up, and it's actually a really good point and something I didn't really think of. Um, obviously, Todd Bowley's just come in. Yeah. It's not his, it's not his manager, is he? Nah, Todd Woodward. Todd, Todd Woodward. Todd <laughs> yeah, Todd Woodward's just come in. And he has, he... He's looking for a wizard. That's what he's doing. I'm sorry, Thomas. <laughs> but this isn't quite the standard <laughs> we were expecting. See you later, bro. <laughs> I lost a Dynamo Zagreb. You're ejected. <laughs> I'm taking Christian with me. <laughs> um, but the wizard. They're trying to get the wizard in. Ooh. Potter. <laughs> S- scared Potter. <laughs> Mate, to be fair, Graham Potter, what a manager. Yeah, I like I like the thought of it a lot. I also like the fact that by all accounts it seems that Brighton have just gone like, yeah, you can talk to him. Like I like I think that's really good of a club to go I recognise that this is a step up and if if th- he knows that he's the number one most wanted target, he's probably gonna kick off and that will tarnish relationship with fans, etc. stuff like that. So I think it's good they've just gone, yeah. Just what he's done at Brighton is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. He's literally been season in, season out, fleeced of his best players. Yeah. Like this season, Basuma, gone. Yeah. Kukurea, gone. gone. Um, Brighton, mate. Brighton are absolute crooks. <laughs> they're robbing people <laughs> left, right and centre of their yeah, money. Yeah, um, but, but time in, time out, it doesn't matter what players you give him. Like he'll work with them, and he's got them some really good results this year. Yeah, he's got players that I, d- I 
I looked at initially and thought, oh, I don't know if they'll cut the most independent like Trossard. But I'm, Trossard's been quality. Mate, Danny Pascal, Welbeck. Pascal Gross. Gross. Danny yeah. Welbeck yeah. is making you imagine that first training session when Kukurea and Potter goes past Kukurea. When Brighton released a statement like, he is absolutely not going. And then he, he's got him at training next week. Next day. <laughs> Right. See you later, Mark, mate. You know that? Have a good time. You know the the gif, the video of Steve Bruce, where he's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably going to be one of them, isn't it? Um, but, yeah. mate, it's... And look, I I think, to be honest, what really angers me about it all is that they've 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 thrown all this money they and they've said to they've said to Tuchel, right, we spent £278 million worth of players. You can't bring in that many players and then expect expect it all to work overnight no it's career mode logic and that i really really do hope and this sounds bad because my fiance is a chelsea sport and like a proper chelsea supporter like she loves chelsea Boom. um yeah <laughs> but i really do hope um that they reap what they sow and i really hope they finish fucking nowhere this yeah season. same because yeah, same. i think that is disgusting treatment of a man that has done quite a lot for the club in such a short space of time I s- yeah I, I saw v- i saw a video of him earlier where he sees his banner get put up in Stamford bridge for the first time and he's going nuts and he's like hugging his background staff backroom staff and i was like he's a good bloke he doesn't deserve this no, he's, a l- he's a good I manager I, I don't i think that there, there are managers that divide opinion and that some people think are great and some people think are not mm. like i can respect that jürgen klopp's an outstanding manager but at times i think what a bellend but i don't he winds me up but yeah, yeah. Like, but I don't think that. But I feel Tuchel's just like a a good normal bloke. But he's a football man. Yeah, he loves football. He just loves football, and he just he, he's he brushes all the bollocks aside. Yeah, mate, it's the curse of the Chelsea Champions League champions. Yeah. look what happened to Roberto Di Matteo. Yeah, but <laughs> Roberto. No, what shut up. <laughs> what happened to Roberto Di Matteo? Where's he now? Who's he managing? Grasshoppers. Mate, absolute elite football manager. Absolutely elite. Was he? No, he was fucking shocking. <laughs> but he won a champion. Mate, He's won more Champions Leagues than us. One of the one of the Champions Leagues, to be fair. Yeah. So, in fairness to him, um, listen, Josh, we can't talk about the football over the past um, couple of weeks without talking about obviously the result between Man United and Arsenal. My Dutch accent might come back out. Fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, it was it was good, mate. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what? I have to put my hands up here and say, I actually thought it was a really good game first yeah, of first and foremost, and. Everyone was sort of saying, oh, yeah, but Arsenal would the better team deserve to win. Listen, it's th- what makes the better team? Does it, does it mean, you know, someone who has more of the ball and creates more chances? I don't think that necessarily makes a better team. No. What actually I thought United did really well, and for once this season, I think they probably looked the best that they had done this season. How well did they defend and rally? Yeah, they look, and, and I think that, I think that you... Neville said it on commentary. I don't think you leave the. I don't think you leave as an Arsenal fan and go like you. You would leave with disappointment. Like we we should have won and we could have won. Which I don't think there's an argument to that at all. Yeah. But I think you you, you play well. I think if you go there three one and got pasted and had one shot, it's different. But I think you actually played quite well. It's different to our losses before, yeah. where where we where we concede one goal, our heads drop or whatever. We got ourselves back into the game. Look, tactically, I don't think we got it right. You're playing a high line against yeah. two incredibly quick wingers. Yeah, uh, Marcus Rashford is is. It, it doesn't matter how fast your centre back is; he's going to beat pretty much he's every centre back. He's looking. He's looking all right. He's looking three goals, two assists in four games. He's looking all right. Mate, as well. I really, really like Marcus. Rashford. I, w- I would. I would love nothing more than for him to come good again. Yeah, I would love nothing more. But I was. Yeah, I was. I think the the talking point is obviously the foul, which for me, uh, I think what doesn't sit well with me is. 
I mean, VAR was dog shit last weekend. Anyway, wasn't it? Let's let's be honest. It was it was an absolute shambles. It's the worst I've seen. It's yeah, getting, it's not getting better. It's, it's getting, getting worse. worse. But I think the the thing that annoys would 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 annoy me as an Arsenal fan. But even I think just as a football fan, when I watched it, I was I was obviously very happy that Arsenal had the goal chalked off. But the the language they always say is clear and obvious. And mm. I think is it a foul? Possibly a very soft one. I I think that the jury's still out and it divides opinion. But it's not. A clear and obvious. If he's booting him in the knee, like clear and obvious, yeah, that's yeah. clear enough. But this is sort of like a fifty percent of the people don't think fifty percent or sixty percent or seven percent mm. don't think it's a foul, and the other half do. So it's not really clear and obvious. And if you pair that with the directives that the officials have been given in the Premier League this year, which is to let a lot more of that sort of play, yeah. uh, bring a lot more of the physicality back into the game, which I've absolutely loved, by the way. Yeah, so I've I. loved seeing players, uh, including players of my own club. Um, you were pointing at yourself then. I thought no, you no, said no. including me. Including me. me. <laughs> 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 I'm real. Bit of physicality, but in a fucking game. I fucking love it. But honestly. I've loved seeing players that throw themselves on the floor, right, trying to win fouls, including Arsenal players, and the ref giving it the old <laughs> <laughs> up you get sunshine. <laughs> I thought you like, here boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yeah, you can't see one. Yeah, give, give it the old get, get up, you fucking get up, you, you goose. <laughs> You fucking, you, you goose. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because there was one with Saka, wasn't there, on Lissandro, when he went down, the ref was like, no, no chance. Yeah, see you later. And I, was, yeah, I like it. Up. Man, I, I'm, I don't want to commit too much because we're six games into the season and I know he started shit, but I fucking love Martinez. I fucking love him. He's it, we. He hasn't shown me anything to sort of say that he's a bad player. Like He's clearly a good player. Yeah, he, he just he gives a bit of needle and I feel like it's just so needed. Lol. Lol. <laughs> I think him and Varane have struck up a really good partnership. And, yeah. it's, and it, you know, we spoke about him really briefly before, but it's sad to see Harry Maguire get moved out of the yeah, team. Yeah, he's sad. I don't, and obviously, I genuinely still think that there is a really good player in Harry Maguire. I, I'm really sorry. You don't, Manchester United don't spend 80 million on a player. No, I'm going to say that. I was <laughs> 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 just going to say, yes, we fucking do. <laughs> yeah, no. But do you know what I mean? It, regardless he's, he's of, a talent footballer. Regardless yeah. of how much money he was, Man United don't want you to come and play for you unless they think you're good. No, agreed. so And he has. What's this? His fourth season. He was he he changed a little bit in the first. He, he looked good in the first season. What so I, I can't remember his third or fourth. He I, he's had two seasons where I thought yeah he's been he's been alright. Yeah. When we came we came fourth, we came second, and then we came sixth. So last year he was an absolute disaster. But the two before he was I thought he was good. He mm. was last year was just a disaster for him. And I, and like like year, do you remember years ago when everyone slated Jordan Henderson? He's just got that. He will have he's got that stigma and he'll have to work it off. And it's going to take a long time for them to work that off. I ju- and and this is the thing. I feel like ninety ninety five percent of his problem is that. Whatever direction he turns in, he's getting hammered. Yeah, hammered is. by fans, hammered by pundits. Like literally, I think I I, I watched the game. Um, I watched the game a couple of weeks ago. He didn't do anything wrong. I think you conceded a goal. And Great. Yeah. <laughs> and then and someone went, look at Maguire's position. It's like hold on a minute. You've got two midfielders that have like scrambled, lost the ball. You know, and and lost the jewel in midfield. You're talking about Harry Maguire's position. It's just so easy to it look is, at him. It is easy. It is easy. But it was interesting. So your buyer come out and said that Man United is good. That Man United aren't just playing the English players anymore. So mate, you're still employed by us, but he's obviously taking swipes at Maguire and Shaw, thinking saying they're not good enough. But he's missed something like uh, he's he's been not been available for something like 112, 122 games since he signed because of injury. Yeah, and I honestly think that's underselling it. 
Yeah, blokes. That bloke's made it. He's absolutely made a paper. He's injured all the time. I thought he was going to be good when he joined. Yeah, I d- I went, yeah, he is. He is. He is the funniest footballer I've ever seen. Like genuinely the funniest. He does the stupidest, stupidest shit. There's there's one time where oh, I can't bother to talk about it. But <laughs> he does. <laughs> Great story, mate. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. There's <laughs> look. Go go and go and on Twitter and look at no context. Eric's but Eric but Eric's. Go go on Twitter and look Eric's at no Go on Twitter and look at no context. <laughs> Eric Schwey. It's funny. it's funny it's funny it is funny brilliant Um, but yeah I think I do feel a bit sorry for Harry Maguire but you cannot argue the fact that actually the team just looks better with him not in and it's a shame Um, I also think uh, Malassia looks unreal yeah I like the look he looks really good he just loves it doesn't he yeah he does that's it he loves it I don't know if there's any other way I don't think there's a a pure and more honest explanation but he enjoys every aspect yeah he likes coming back and he likes he likes getting stuck in and getting you know getting stuck in the mix, but he also yeah. likes the other part of it, yeah. you know, playing the ball out and things like that. Yeah. I think you need players like that who yeah, are just going to enjoy it. It's like Gabriel Martinelli just loves football. Mm. Yeah, absolute beast. Mate. Martinelli's got a bit of a punchy face though. No, nah, leave him out. I think he does. No, nah, I won't hear a bad word said when against him. If you say anything bad against him, I will knock you out after this. Fartinelli, because he is crap. Right, that's it. You heard it. <laughs> no, we know because we don't encourage fighting. Remember, it's true. Yeah. Well, actually, no, 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 no. We don't encourage it. Me and Josh encourage. on the undercard for the AJ Fury <laughs> fight. I'm going to knock Dasha. you. I'm going to knock you spark out, you <laughs> stiff idiot. David Price is the biggest bomb in boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do you some serious <laughs> tears of a man whose heart was bursting Enrique Casillas will you stop talking about tennis players and stupid Hollywood actors Phil it's the gladiators out there man not tennis players Tom Cruise Freak. right enough bollocks Josh what are we here for oh we're finished chatting bollocks yeah no good. more bollocks mate. yeah good <laughs> no right. more bollocks out of here <laughs> no there will 100% be some more bollocks involved in the actual part of the reason we're here um, correct don't switch off now right, well why are we here mate we're here because obviously we love doing this podcast we love talking about football and yeah. specifically we like talking about when we when we think football is better Oh yes, and we like talking about some of our favourite players and some of the, some of the most mythical players from that time. Yeah, and we've got. Do you know what I said to Josh? <laughs> I said to I'm Josh. Bef- I said to Josh before we left work today, we've got quite an exciting one here. But if you thought our opinions on Raquel May were slightly polarising, I've uh, I've got some strong opinions on this guy. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think. I, yeah, I think they might. Yeah, and it's. Oh, sorry, that was absolute nonsense. I think I might. I think. I, I think. Uh, yeah. But what I think it's 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 good that we might have completely different opinions. My, I think mine's mine do vary from you, and this one is actually someone that we've been requested to do one on. Yeah. So I don't want to talk about how massive we are, but we are gargantuan. <laughs> the fact that we've been this is a fan requested episode. It's literally one of Josh's mates. No. Just sent him a message. No, it shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh wait, it is. Right. Who are we talking about, Josh? Mates, how good was Jorge Hadji? How good was he? I've got you, some... Oh, that's, g- even that's a tone. How because good you was he, really? You usually start with one of, player, what a player. And you've just gone, well, how good actually was he? <laughs> I mean, 
we'll get into that in a little bit. Oh, we, you know, we've we've got his whole fucking footballing life story to go through. Jesus, why are you saying that yeah. with such a bitter tone? Well, we've <laughs> just got well his whole fucking footballing fucking life to go through. Why are you saying it with a proper? I'm making tone? it sound like this is a complete well, waste of time no, talking about not, this guy. It's not. It's a waste. No, it's never a waste of time. It's never we have a waste an international of time. fan base that are craving. They are the. I don't know, foaming at the mouth to listen to our podcast. To be fair, to be fair, and uh, this is not taking the piss now, we actually did have a couple of people say do they'd Hadji. like to know about Gheorghe Hadji. Yeah, so, yeah. well, th- th- they'd like us to do a podcast on it. So, as um, as uh, as now tradition, yeah, um, I think we can a call feature. it a feature. A the feature, feature mate. I'm, yeah, go for it. Our first feature is obviously just going to reel off his tail of the tape. So, Gheorghe mm. Hadji played. In actually quite a few paces. So he played in his native country of Romania for quite a number of years. Um, he also played in Europe, across Italy and Spain. Um, and he also played, probably the most successful stint of his career was yeah. in the Turkish Super League. Yeah. Not league, league. <laughs> All right. Do a Turkish accent. This is actually embarrassing because I have Turkish heritage no, and I have no idea. <laughs> All I can say is welcome and hot. How do you say welcome? Hashgeldin. How do you say hot? Sujak. <laughs> I thought you were going to go hot. <laughs> <laughs> like my Boko Juniors <laughs> from last week. Biareal is very hot. So here's Taylor the tape. So Stella Bucharest. Is, am I saying that right, Josh? S- yeah, Stella Bucharest. Stella Bucharest. So that was realistically the club where he first started to see success. He did play yeah. for another club before that. Uh, he played for Spartal. Um, also in uh, Romania, but when he started to see sort of his success, he, he it was it was Steaua Bucharest, um, and he won the domestic double with them twice mm-hmm. uh, in eighty six, eighty seven, and eighty eight, eighty nine. Um, he also won their league there as well for a third time in eighty seven, eighty eight. Yeah. Um, European Super Cup with them in eighty six. Yeah. How mad is this, right? Steaua Bucharest won the Champions League. Yeah. The yeah in was it eighty five they yeah were the it must, yeah it must be because it was Super Cup so it must have been the year before how insane but is that oh no it must be one I no Super Cup she's played this would have been the eighty six one but the Super Cup yeah. played in eighty six I th- this is one of the things that's going to be one of the themes we're going to talk about a little bit I think part of and and I'll bring it up a little bit now I think part of what I love about this is that it's not just the big leagues. I'd I'd love oh, yeah. I'd love Star Bucharest to win the Champions League again. I'd love Star Bucharest to have a gem that doesn't want that not doesn't want to leave but doesn't get just picked up by big clubs straight away. Yeah. You'd imagine in football now, if Star Bucharest had someone who looked like like Hadji now or they had someone who looked like any good player, they'd be pinched by a big Premier League side or a big Spanish side or yeah. a big French side or whatever. And I love the fact that they've won it. I think I it's, th- I think it's th- quality. I was actually really surprised because I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I, I You obviously see, you know, there's pictures that come up on like Twitter and things like that of, yeah. all, the, of all the clubs that have won the Champions League or whatever. Yeah. And you see that, you see a couple of weird badges. Like, I think Hamburg's on there as well, isn't yeah. it? Uh, the, and, um, and yeah, I didn't realise that they, they were a Romanian club, to be honest. But yeah, yeah they did win, not with Gheorghe Hadji wasn't playing for them no, at the wasn't. time. Um, because he played, his first season was 86-87. Yeah. And they won the Champions League 85-86. Yeah. Um, but he won the Super Cup with them in that team. Yeah. And they were also uh, European Cup, so the UEFA Cup. Oh no, they were, yeah, European Cup runners-up 88-89. No, no, European Cup was in Champions League. They were Champions League runners-up. Oh yeah, of they course w- they, they were. The, they w- yeah, they they lost AC Milan in the final, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they got thumped four nil. Um, we'll get to that. Then he went to Real Madrid. Big move. Vamos. 
Supercopa de España in 1990. Mm. It's all right. Carabao Cup for Spain. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a weird move, and I don't even know if I should mention this. What? Brescia. Brescia. Do you know? I did. Do you know? First time I went to Italy was to Brescia. Was it? Yeah, I did my first exchange to Brescia. Was it nice? Uh, yeah. I really liked. I thought it was billed as not the nicest place, but I thought Brescia was nice. Nicer than Milan, because we went to Milan for the day. Milan's pretty in the centre, but oh, I didn't really rate it. But Brescia's no, alright enough. The reason I say it's a weird move is because, well, it's not really. Re- they were not the best side in Italy. No, some big players played for Brescia though. Bobby Baggio, Andrea Perlo, both played for Brescia. They got relegated his first season there. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, well, obviously they're a bit shit, but <laughs> and won the Anglo-Italian Cup with them. Huge. Swindon Town won the Anglo... I, I might be making that up. Swindon Town won the Anglo-Italian Cup. If any of my Swindon mates can tell me whether they have, what I think they have. STFC. Swindon actually... I, I didn't realise. Swindon have actually got quite a rich history. Beat, uh, beat Arsenal in the League Cup final once. Brilliant. Super smashing great. Yeah. Thanks for that. Where are you now? Shame now. <laughs> well, right. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Then he went to Barcelona. Uh... And won the Supercopa de España again in 1994. Jeez, he loves that cup. Now, this is where, actually, he starts to have a little bit more team success. He goes to Galatasaray, yeah. um, which is my my uh, my family's rival team. Who's your family support? Well, my, my Cypriot family support uh, Fenerbahce. Ooh. Yeah, they support Fenerbahce. So, um, won a lot there. Yeah, he did. Won an awful lot. Um, so, won the Super League, 96-97, 97-98, 98-99, 99-2000. Four on the bounce. That and is impressive. T- and to be fair, to be fair, and I'm not taking the piss, the Turkish Super League is actually fairly competitive. Yeah, because you've got Fenerbahce, Besiktas, um, Galatasaray, Istanbul, Ist- and now you've got Istanbul. Yeah, And there are quite a few teams on there that are that that will pose quite a problem. So th- to win four on the bounce is quite good. And he was like central to that team. Yeah, he was. People loved him. Um, then won the Turkish Cup. Um, twice Turkish Super Cup twice UEFA Cup 99-2000 yeah bit of co- a bit of controversy in that which again we'll, we will talk about you will touch on that beat my beloved Arsenal in the final and I get I, honestly my dad was so close to tears and I get sorry oh, not sorry Mr. Sorry, look how Mr. quickly you backtracked because you remember my dad sorry. beat the crap out of you yeah. <laughs> sorry Mr. Lewis's dad sir <laughs> <laughs> um, and the UEFA Super Cup in 2000 Won it there with Galatasaray. Oh, so and there are so there are some highlights. I know, I know we're going to go and talk about it, but there are some yeah. hi- where he literally takes Roberto Carlos to the cleaners. O- honestly, oh, he. Uh, hubba, we're going to talk about that in a bit, but we're talking about Roberto Carlos, probably one of the greatest fullbacks in in history ever. You said that like we're not talking about <laughs> we're not talking about the Fon. We're, we're not talking about where, we're talking <laughs> about where <laughs> League <laughs> One Wes. We're not talking about the Chegg. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the Wes <laughs> League <laughs> One Wes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that Decanio? Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. Right. Let's, talk, let's let's go through his career, Josh. Right. So the initially when he um when he started to play football, he got turned down by a few clubs because he they said he was too small. And when you look at him, he's five foot nine. I don't. It's not like. It's not like it's not like he's like the size of a tissue. He's five foot nine. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I love that's the smallest thing you can think of—a <laughs> <laughs> tissue, a crumpled up tissue. <laughs> it's not like he's like a. It's not like he's abnormally small. It's a pretty. Relatively well, it's a pretty average size yeah, for a male, to be honest. Yeah. It's like five foot nine. I think the average height—the average height for a, for a, for a bloke in this country—is five foot ten. Yeah. So if you look at Maradona, how tall is he? Yeah, and uh, someone who does again come up in his career, but yeah, um, we. 
So he, so he starts off and he doesn't get... Like, a lot of clubs don't really like him because they think he's too small. And he also, when he signed for his first professional club pr- pr- prior to signing for Sportalul, who he went to before Stour, he had to sign a waiver because he had serious heart conditions. He did indeed. He had serious heart conditions and he had to sign a waiver to basically say, um, we won't insure you if anything happens. So that I, I'd imagine footballer now breaks their leg, can't play again. The club will have to pay out a contract. But he signed a waiver to say, like, look, if I, if I die on the pitch, then just fucking leave me. Which is well, yeah, essentially, and I, th- I think a lot of teams were concerned about signing him because, it, you know, when you when you take on a player on contracts, you you're obviously then responsible for their for the medical care. Yeah, and and so you know, and you pay them a wage to do something. And if they're not doing something, plus your foot in medical bills, hundred percent. Well, yeah, they, they become your manager. Yeah, hemorrhage your manager. I don't. My head is absolute. Is a pancake. Oh, I don't know you where just it's gone. need to stop, mate. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it, we. It, it wasn't the smoothest start to his career. And as a result, he actually, his professional career, by by today's standards, if you look at some of the people making their debut in, in, in leagues across, the, across Europe now, yeah. sort of like 17, 18, his, his, his career, by all standards, started a bit later, didn't yeah. it, really? Um, but then he does sign for Spartal. Yeah. Um, and they're actually, cons- they were considered in Romania yeah, a pretty big club. Yeah, good, yeah, good side. They, good played side. In the, they played in the UEFA Cup, yeah. which, you know... You, you can't, you're not a poor side if you play in the UEFA Cup, are you? Yeah. Um, yeah, what happens next, Josh? Well, he, he goes... Th- this is one of the weird... It's it one is of the weird, it's one this. of the weirdest things I've ever it heard. It is weird. He, so he's at Spartal. Stour have just gone and won the Champions League. And then they've got their European Super Cup game. Yes, they do. So then they're, they're, they're thinking, well, whew, squad's looking really good. We've obviously just won the Champions League. We could do with something else. So Stauer, go and get Haji on a one-game loan. One-game loan. Literally a one. So he goes and plays in the Super Cup. And that's the uh, that was the only game he was there to down to actually play for them for. To be fair, prior to this, prior to this... Um, Am I right in thinking he got his international call up at Spartan? Yeah, yeah, he did get his international yeah. call up at Spartan. So he is, so he is a Romanian international at this point. But you're right, that is weird. It's a one-game loan. That is weird. Which obviously turned into a contract, a, a permanent contract. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, let's say it's, I don't know, Liverpool, Man City, and Man City go, we need a player for this game. We need the best centre back in the world. And they call Man United now for Lissandro Martinez because he is the best centre back in the world. So they would make that call, and we'd acknowledge that. (laughs) We'd have to go, no, no, you can't have him. Fuck off. But what if they offered you unreal money for one game? What if they what if they turned around and said, look, this is the biggest game. You're not in the competition, and it's against Liverpool, and it's against Liverpool. And they said, look, we need to borrow. We'll give you four million for this game. (sighs) One game. I you, I think United would take that. I'd take it if it's against Liverpool. Yeah, hundred percent. If it's against him, I'll give him for free. Fucking prick. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but if it was against anyone else, I would not sell him for love nor money. All of Midas is silver because he is a pillow. To be fair, um, Bucharest's kind of gamble yeah paid off because yeah. in that game he scored the only goal. Yeah, what a guy! Absolute world free a kick. Guy. Unbelievable free kick. Scored the goal, won them the game. Yeah, unreal. So it's actually a great. It's actually a great. We're, we're mocking it. It's a brilliant bit of business. Yeah, well, it's. Uh, I think. I. Uh, to be honest, if it existed and they've exploited it, I think it's quite smart because yeah, he could have turned up, had an absolute stinker, and just been like, "Yeah, see you later." But he, you know, he's had a great game. He's yeah. won them the Super Cup with his goal. Yeah, unbelievable. And, and then I, signed and for a contract. I think something that needs to come across from this is like, 
like you said, they've won. They've literally just won the Champions League. They've won the Super Cup. Like they are absolutely by no way, in no way, shape, form. They're they're not mugs, are they? Like Mate, Stour- good, they beat Barca in the final. Yeah, and Barca at that time were like top side. good team. Yeah, like, unbelievable team. They the the following season as well. They get to the semis of the Champions League. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not a you're not. M- who do they play in the semi-final? Can't who, who do they lose to? Uh, Real Madrid. Real Madrid, they you got, are right. They got their revenge, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Madrid. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, Madrid met them. So, they're, like, they're, it's a, and this is part of the thing that I love about it is that it's a, imagine, like, uh, let's not say Stour, let's say, how, how romantic was it when Ajax got to the semi-finals of the Champions League? Everyone loved it, didn't they? Like, when everyone thought they were going to beat Spurs and go to the final, everyone loved it. It was quality to see them beat Juventus, who were who were playing at were playing at better than mm. they are now at the time. They beat Real Madrid, and you were like, "Oh, I love little Ajax are going and beating all these teams." Although Ajax, obviously a massive club, they just play in a much yes, they do. They yeah. play in a much smaller league, but I also Stowers think even a level lower, and they're it doing is, it yeah. more consistently, which makes it. But great. I think with Ajax, I think with Ajax, people love Ajax because they love Dutch football. Yeah, and I think I think people do with Stauer, you wouldn't know him. Yeah, I, you, I, you and I, d- I d- from someone who flicks on Argentinian football every now and again. How often do you flick on Romanian football, young man? I can put my hand mm. on my heart now and say I've never once watched a single minute of Romanian football. I have. I can tell. I can tell hand on my heart. Oh, you're hard. Yeah, <laughs> harder than you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not have a fight though. Um, but I went to see when I went to Romania. I went to see the mighty Petrolu Ploesti play in a Europa League qualifier. Guess who was up front? Go on. Who, think of a Romanian. Goal scorer. I can't off the top of my head. Adrian Mutu. Adrian Mutu was up front. Oh, was he Romanian? (laughs) Yeah. I did not know he was Romanian. Yeah, he was up front. Hey, mate, you learn something new every day, didn't you? Yeah, he was a big boy as well. Every day. Every day is a school day. Good player, to be fair, Mutu. Yeah, until he... Good um, Pokemon as well. (laughs) (laughs) 60 HP, thanks for coming. (laughs) I know the card. Um, Right, so... So they got to the semi-finals of the Champions League. That was obviously the first season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah they've, they've won the league again. Uh, mm. They are obviously doing really, really well. And then the following season... Oh, lordy lord. Scores. He has an unbelievable season. Goal. Yeah, so... Goal! That, so he's involved in 37 and 39. So it's goals or assists involved in 37 no. and 39. Score 37 and 39. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Score 37 Sorry, I'm out for sleeper. Yeah, 37 yeah. and 39. He scored 37 39 goals. Yeah. I don't care what league you're in. That's a ridiculous yeah, return. Yeah, that is. For an attacking midfielder. He's not yeah. a forward. No, he's not a forward. He, he, he plays off the left sometimes, but he's mainly an attacking midfielder. And he, yeah, 37 and 39. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know why I'm apologising so much. I just made a mistake. And then that season, they reached the final of the Champions League again. Yeah. Hadji scored six goals in nine games. Yeah. For the Champions League. But then he lost to, like you said, Saki's Milan. And I think Saki... They got a, pasted. Yeah. Man. Saki as a manager and that Milan side are almost like... N- notorious, but as in they're 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 seen as someone who really like when you when when you go back and look at players talking about like certain manager sides, you'll yeah. you'll hear Pep's Barcelona, Saki's Milan yeah. is another one that comes under that umbrella. I mean, they were they were ridiculous, they were formidable. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I think that just proved a bit of a step too far for them, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, but agreed. again, to get to the final was unbelievable. Yeah, and for Hadji to score six goals in nine games, that's an incredible Champions League return. Yeah, that is. Um, and I just think, you know, to lose four 0 there was a bit of a ru- was a bit of a thing. Did they walk off the pitch? I have. I tried to look for this because I had the same thing. I couldn't find anything, so it might be. We, we 
we're not experts. We're, we're two blokes having a chat. So if you know and you're an expert, please let us know. But I, ca- I, ca- I, I, I heard or read something of the same ilk, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, because I, 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 I read that they, that they were so humiliated that they walked off before full time. Really? And just conceded the match, yeah. Cheers. That's what I heard. See ya. Um, very proud nation, the Romanians. Yeah. Very proud nation. Um, so, unfortunately, no sort of fairy tale ending no. um, for Steaua Bucharest there. Um, but then in his third season, he saw his third domestic double with Bucharest. Yeah, Good and lads. I think, you know, Go on, boy. he was ready. I think for the next step, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I, th- I think he needed to. I think he needed to challenge himself. And the remaining government tried so hard to stop this move yeah. from happening because obviously at the time they were a communist government. Yeah, and they were like stepping in and saying, "Nah, mate, you're not having it." It's nuts because if you if you look in his when he was a youngster, when he was sort of 16, 17, 18, he was actually wanted by Real Madrid, Barcelona, Juventus, and Etienne as well. And Inter Milan. And Inter. And they all wanted him when he was younger, but the Romanian government said they had a rule against letting minors yes. go abroad. Um, so he so he had it scuppered then. He nearly had it scuppered as like a full-time pro, but um, he didn't. No, it's essentially the Romanian government tried to stop the transfer from happening, but Real Madrid were banging on the door yeah, I'm banging on the door, and they managed to sign him for three point. Uh, they banged the door million. down. They banged the door down, Josh. Yeah, they did. They huffed and puffed and banged the door <laughs> down. <laughs> and four point three mil, then is not four point three mil now. It's like seventy, eighty mil now, isn't it? Really, it was a big, big transfer. Yeah. It was a massive transfer. Well, I don't know if inflation's gone up that much, but let's just for for the sake of let's for being dramatic, let's say it's about a hundred and sixty bill. So. Just for the sake of being <laughs> it's dramatic. Not that much. It's not. No, it's not. It's about 50, 60 million. It's about 50, 60 million. It's a big transfer. Yeah, a big money. It's a big, big transfer. So um, how did yeah. it go? How did it go in Real Madrid, Lewis? Mate, it did not go well. Oh, no. And this is where, this is where my, this is where my, not, he's clearly a good player, but this is where I think mine and yours opinions differ. Yeah. He's gone to a big club. Yeah. He's gone to prove himself at a big club. He hasn't done it. Shut it. Yeah, he did shit it. And I think, I think let's, let's, be really frank. First season, no trophies. Yeah, absolutely nothing apart from the Super Cup, <laughs> which you hate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> I don't know why you hate this. It's like the Super Cup, fucking Super Cup. It's, it's a good, look. It's a good trophy. Yeah, better. Tro- like I said, like we've said in every pod, better than any trophy we have. Yeah. Under fourteen's managers player of the year, <laughs> as I've said, as I've said previously. Is that the only trophy you've ever won? Thanks, in your life? Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's gonna listen to that and be so creeped out, and then I'm gonna have to tell him, Daddy, chill. <laughs> but um, what the hell is even that? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've won. Um, I I won the league. Once I won the league when I was what league? What's the name of the league? <laughs> Third league <laughs> <laughs> out of three. <laughs> um, I won when I was at, when I was at school. I won a cup. We beat some other schools in a cup when I was in sixth form. Was that called the cup. cup? Was it? I can't remember what it was called though. No, I wouldn't know what it's called. I saved three penalties. Keepers. Did you actually? Yeah, I saved three pens. Cheers for coming. Why do you refuse to play in goal for your Saturday team then? What's the fucking point of doing that? I'm not saving penalties anymore. I could do it before. I can't do it now. To be fair. First game of the season this Saturday as well, mate. It's a big one, is it? You're going to come watch? No, I'm not. Why not? I'm busy. I'll tell you where it is after this. Can't tell to the public because obviously there'll be hundreds of thousands of people there. The paps will arrive. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, <laughs> checking incoming flights from Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, the, the sorry, anyway, going back to the going back to the Real Madrid. Yeah, I don't want to shit on the Super Cup. Obviously, the Super Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they, for Real Madrid, that's not a good season. No, and the and the, the really interesting thing about the, the way they lose is that 
if you listen to our Stoichkov podcast, here we go, you, baby. If yeah. you listen to our Stoichkov podcast, you would have heard us talking about lowly little Tenerife um, and the Red Line Pub and all of that. But you would have heard about them beating Real Madrid on, on the, the last, last day of the season. season, and you would have listened to it from Stoichkov's point of view, which was pure glory, quality. And yeah. on this, it's shite. It's anything but glory. No, I, I mean, uh, R- Real Madrid missed out. Um, that was his second season at Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, they missed out on fourth spot. They didn't get into the Champions League that year. Yeah. Because they lost. And then to add insult to injury, later on that year, they go and play Atletico, their city rivals, in the final of the Copa del Rey. Lose that quite convincingly as well. Classic. Got battered. Yeah, they did. And if you if you look at his records, I think he scored fourteen league goals while he was there. And no, sorry, sixteen league goals while he was there. And that actually doesn't sound that bad, but it just didn't work. It or, or by all accounts, when you actually look at it, it doesn't work. And this is again where sometimes stats are amazing, but sometimes stats aren't. And I've read through and looked at stuff, and it, it it doesn't. If it worked, he wouldn't have been there for two seasons. Yeah, I just think, I just think, and this is a bit of a theme with this guy. I think at Bucharest, he was the guy. Yeah, he was every. You know, everyone in Romania loved him, and that's fu- he, there's yeah. a lot to love about him. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't want to get it wrong. He's a quality. He's unbelievable. What a player. Um, however, like if you're going to Real Madrid, you're moving up a bracket. Yeah, you are. And and you either grow with that, or you shrink back into yourself. Yeah. And I feel like it's a theme with this guy that that's what he does. It's uh, it, it, he actually admit he's he's admitted it. Then he he would get anxious when he was around bigger superstars. So I think yeah, he they, did admit that. Yeah, yeah, because they had Butragueño and Sanchez up front who were icons, like icons yeah. in icons on FIFA actually. As to well. be fair, they are. But yeah, but icons in terms of from Real Madrid, and I think him not being that not being that guy has made that. Made it really, really difficult. He's he needs to be a big f- fish in a small pond, doesn't he? he needs Hugo to Sanchez at the time was like probably the best player in the world. I think he yeah he came he won well uh, if you remember what we spoke about in Stoichkov he, he came joint yeah. in the Golden Boot didn't he? He did. So he must have been and all right. But to me, to me, if you're if you're a great player, like one of the you know the of all the great players we've ever seen in football. And I don't use that term lightly, great player. I think there are only a few great, great players that we've seen. If you're a great player, you don't get anxious in the presence of other superstars. Agreed. If anything, you you rise to that occasion. Absolutely. If you, mate, come back to Cristiano Ronaldo. Suey. <laughs> <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, at the age of 17, 18, was dropped into that Man United side. Yeah. And if you are a 17, 18-year-old and you go into that Man United side, you've got Beckham, Skulls, give it gigs at the end of the season. No, don't give anything to him right. anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Bloody hell, yeah. Let's not, don't g- he can't be trusted with anything, to be fair. All those printed shirts I had when I was a youngster, you prick. But all of those incredible players, right, that's what makes a great player. He's yeah. gone in there, he's, be- he's willing to learn, but he's not shying away from anything. And he's saying, "Do you know what? Yeah, I'm young, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be something, and I'm gonna I'm gonna prove to you." I don't get that with this guy. It's the difference between a mentality monster and a mentality midget, isn't it? And this guy yeah. is definitely a little midget. But it's a shame because he clearly has the talent. Yeah, it is. He it clearly is has shame. the talent. So he so he so he's around Real Madrid. He doesn't he 
essentially he's anxious about the whole situation. Mm. He can't deal with the pressure. No. He can't, pressure's for tyres and he can't deal with it, unfortunately. So then he goes off to, to Mami Italia. He does. Off to Brescia. And I think that move there for me consolidates and encapsulates his yeah. mentality. I think I think you I think moving to the Italian league at the time is obviously a uh, the Italian league at the time was the best league in the world. So moving yeah, it to was, the Italian league fairness, it means yeah. that you're going to play against better sides. But if he was that good, there are I feel like the the sides that are around that time there were loads of other ones he could have gone to if he was that good. There are about six different sides yeah. that he could have signed for. Could have gone Parma Ham. Could have gone Parma, Fiorentina, Roma, Roma, AC, Inter, Juve, Napoli. Napoli. Yeah, there we go. So seven. Yeah. You know, quite and uh, quite conceivably, if you wanted to move to Italy, you probably could have signed for one of those yeah. clubs. And one of them would have one of them would have been happy to have him. Yeah. But the fact that he went to Brescia to me just stinks of being a mentality midget. I think it does. Yeah, I agree. And then how did this how did he get on that season? First season. First season, awful, Josh. They got relegated. Yeah. To straight in the bin. So he, he literally joined and then they were just straight back in the bin. To be fair to him, and this is where I do have to give him credit and actually say uh, there is an element of mentality here yeah. that you maybe wouldn't see from another player. He stayed with them. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for that. Yeah. I've got to slag him off. I, you know, I've slagged him off a little bit, but I've got a lot of time for that. Yeah, so I got, uh, yeah same. And then he gets the, they, they, the second season, they actually go back up again, which is really they good. They do, yeah. Um, but even I think they came third. They came well, third, yeah. yeah they had to essentially win the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, so they didn't. So even the way they came back up wasn't great. And his goal record there is 14 goals in two seasons. That's not that. that it's, it, it, why? Even for, an midfi- even for an attacking midfielder, that is not a great. It's goal annoying return. that he does so well at Stower. He gets that massive move to Real Madrid. He goes to Brescia, and then he just doesn't do it. It's infuriating. Is it, it's infuriating? And when you watch him, and when you read about what people say about him, etc., you just think it's all mental. If he had a, if he had the mindset of Ronaldo, he would have scored shit loads, and he would have played for shit loads of good clubs. He was look. Obviously, before we do this podcast, we watch loads of videos of yeah, these players yeah, yeah. because um, we weren't fortunate enough to be alive to see him. Yeah. Uh, well, we were alive, but obviously we don't remember. Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't Where's my bottle? We don't <laughs> <laughs> I want bottle. <laughs> we don't remember watching them, to be no, fair. we don't. And so it's... When you go back and look at his videos, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he is and unreal. I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you, right? And I know they're highlights... I've not seen him score a bad goal. Yeah, unbelievable. They're all unreal. We're gonna we uh, when we talk about the World Cup, we'll talk about one of them. Harbour, Harbour. Well, but he is some goal scorer. Like really unbelievable goal. Yeah. Like left foot, right foot. Would you I, want outside the box? I'm trying to think of. I always, you know, when you see it on like meme pages and Susan pages, like when they call things thunder bastards, and I can't. Thunder bastard is the only word I can think of to describe. What I'm, I, I'm now sided with my rivals and my nemeses, but they he li- nemeses. he literally scores fucking rockets. All Thriker, <laughs> <laughs> twat. <laughs> He's he got a foot like a traction <laughs> engine. He li- he eats is so fucking. He'd honestly take your head off. He eats the ball so hard. What I find quite cool about his shots though, they've got this weird flight. They go so <laughs> high, and you think that's fucking miles <laughs> over. They just come straight back <laughs> down. It's <Dip>. ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, stays at Brescia. They they do really well. And then 1994 World Cup. This was good. This yeah, was a good tournament for him. Yeah. Stoichkov and Haji, same sort of similar thing in terms yeah, of yeah, same World Cup. Yeah, same World Cup. Both have absolute blinders. So 
Um, Romania, again, well, I know we spoke about the, the Bulgarian side and Stoichkov's not being a great side. I think Romania were a step below. Hey, yeah, but and to be fair to them, they just about scraped qualification. Yeah, didn't they, they did. Yeah, they only just got through, and in their first game, they played Colombia. Oh, great accent! Nine out. Of, no, I don't know. I said nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Not like I'm Len Goodman, <laughs> but he he scores his goal against Colombia. Oh my word! It is an absolute beauty. I've got here in my notes. Opening match versus Colombia. Goal was a screamer. <laughs> <laughs> Goal! <laughs> Goal! <laughs> like the 1930s. <laughs> the ball goes to Haji. Goal! Goal for Haji! Before he scores the goal, yeah. sets two of them up. Yeah, he does. Two assists and a goal. That I'll tell you what, if he was on FIFA, team of the week, 100% for that. A million. Um, a million so percent. He, yeah, so does really well. Then um, opening game was good. What happened in the next match, Josh? Losers. Big losers as well. Yeah. Unlucky. Who did they lose to? Was it Switzerland? Yeah. Some dumbasses. What was the score? Well, no, sorry. That, was, that, that sounded like a, <laughs> <laughs> sounded like a dick. Wow, Josh has got a real problem no, with the Swiss. No, I meant they're dumbasses or they are some dumbasses for losing. <laughs> but I've just sounded like I've just slagged off the whole of Switzerland. We love you, Switzerland. Yeah, and also, we love you, Romania. You're not dumbasses either. No. You're dumbasses for losing this game. Um, and then they go on and beat... Armorica, <laughs> the USA, baby. Dude, Pulisic must have been fucking human, <laughs> dude. That fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> oh, have you seen the Haji play? He fucking trans, bro. <laughs> Big up, USA. Yeah, sure. You, Seriously. You fucking but yeah, they beat the USA. They won. It was a really tight match. Yeah, um, they won one nil when they advanced to the knockout stages. Yeah. Um, mate, talk to me about who they beat in the round of sixteen. Argentina. Oh, muy bien, muy bien. Gol, 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 gol. Riquelme. Please, just to our Raquel make a pot as well after this. It's so good. Um, yeah. So they they beat Argentina in the in the round of sixteen. What did Big Jorge do? Big Jorge, with a great performance. He had an absolutely fantastic performance. Did he score? I don't think he scored. No, baby. He didn't score. Yeah, he did. did he? Yeah. Goal. Yeah, got goal and assist. I didn't know that. I know I know he uh, apparently ran the show. Yeah, he got, ran the show and got a goal and assist. Apparently, he absolutely ran the show. Because yeah. that was a quite a strong Argentinian yeah, team at the time. Like, really, really strong. Maradona weren't playing. Obviously, he was doing magic off the pitch. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> While Haji was doing magic on the pitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Beat a really, really strong Argentina team. I think, you know, that in itself is, is massive. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, the, the fairy the tale... It wasn't meant to be, was it, Josh? Yeah. And uh, later. quickly after, Sweden ended their dreams. Oh no! Um, so, to be fair, he had a good. T- I mean, he had a good. T- he got named in the team of the tournament. I was so just about to say. Oh, sorry, I'm talking over you a little bit there. Sorry, mate. No, that's all right. That's, don't, don't worry about it, mate. But anyway, so. We'll <laughs> so anyway, he was named in the team in the tournament, uh, and his goal against Colombia. Did you know this? Interesting fact. Right. Go on. Still stands today, um, ranked as the fifth best ever FIFA World Cup competition goal. That's a great start. I wonder what number one is. Um, what would number one be? What would number one be? Um, maybe. Do you remember maybe Hammers's goal? Hammers's goal has got to be up there. I mean, it's unbelievable, but it's not the best goal in David the. David Luiz's free kick. Oh, what a goal! Mario Goetz's goal. 
to look at not an amazing finish, but what an important goal. Yeah, but but then every World Cup final goal will be the best goal. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking idiot. I'll never speak again. All right, okay. Actually, no. Keep speaking because I'm going to Google what the best World Cup goal is. So while Josh Googles the best World Cup goal ever, um, after the World Cup, Big oh my god! It's fucking well obvious. Maradona's run. Maradona's run against us. Is it? Yeah, mate. What? To a be fair, it is ridiculous. <laughs> what a goal! But also, it is. It is a ridiculous goal. Great goal. Um, yeah. Sorry. So after the World Cup and after what is probably, let's be honest, it is for for Romania and for Haji a really successful campaign. Yeah. He earns a move. He's trying another big club. Josh, where's he going? Barcelona. Barcelona. And I always think. And I don't know if this is just you know one of those generic football stereotypes that just sticks and holds its legs. Never join it. Never join. Never sign a player after a good World Cup. What's your th- What's your reasoning behind just that? Never, just never. I just I don't know. I just never signed. A p- I would never sign a player after a good World Cup. We were interested in Harry Maguire after the World Cup. Paid, ended up paying eighty million for him. Luis Suarez signed for Barca after the World Cup in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. All right, okay, yeah, but Luis yeah. Suarez was scoring shitloads of goals. At, sorry, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Brian, laughs> fucking Brian Blessed over here. <laughs> Yes, Luis Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> but Luis Suarez was doing absolute bits. Ma- magic on, <laughs> oh magic on the pitch. Magic on the pitch and biting off the pitch. But And on the pitch. But he was doing that at Liverpool anyway. Whereas like he wasn't doing the business. And now he's done the business in the World yeah. Cup. I've gone, right, I'll buy him. I don't like that. There's something mm. that doesn't sit well with me about that. Well, to be honest, Josh, you're right for it to not sit well with you because it was a fucking disaster. Yeah, it was shit. Yeah, um, absolutely shocking. Signed for Barca in 94. They finished fourth in their first season. The season was trophyless. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I've got nothing, nothing. left. He <laughs> he's gone fully in Bill. Yeah, he has. He's got nothing left. And then the second season, Romario and Stoichkov go, see ya. And see you later. And then there, he only played 90 minutes nine times. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just, it's rubbish. He's just, his he, mentality midgetness has just come in again. It's again. And, and, you know, it's happened again, isn't it? Yeah. The big club, he's turned up. And Shut it. Do you know what? I want to feel sorry for him. I kind of do. Mm, I don't. And this is where we're different. I do feel sorry for him. I think in this day and age of mental health, you are belittling... It. No, I'm not I'm taking the piss for that. But um, not that mental health is a joke, by the way. It's <laughs> not, no, we take it very no, seriously. No, we do take obviously that shit really seriously. But it, he just clearly just does not have the headspace for it. And you wonder... Some, it, you 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 need to develop that headspace at something to be have bigger levels of resilience. Like uh, we would know about that more than most. That you don't just you don't you're not born with resilience. Resilience is something that you develop. And you think if you if he was put in an environment where he could develop his resilience, would he have had a more successful career? Hundred percent. Because the the bloke is as talented as they come. So, mate, unbelievable talent. But it's th- it's only half the story, and it yeah. only ever will be half the story. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, is it. it, it <laughs> You're going to go to teams with different managers, yeah. yeah? And if you don't like the way you're being managed, um, you've got two options, really. You either learn to adapt yeah. and, you, and you're resilient in that sense and you say, do you know what? All right, it's not going particularly well, yeah. but I'm going to I'm gonna work my absolute bollocks off. I'm going to get into this team yeah. and I'm going to demonstrate my talent on the biggest stage in the world or you jump ship. Yeah. There's a Sean Dyche has something when he, Sean Dyche had something when he used to signed players planet. It's called FIFO, fit in or fuck off. And yeah, that's literally what enough. it is. It's literally what it is, isn't it? So yeah, and I t- and that's not that's not in a bad way. And there are all there's always going to be players that do and don't slot into sort of things naturally or whatever. Yeah. But Di Maria, Man United, 
No, I think that was a little bit different. And it, yeah, sorry, let's not talk yeah, about. Yeah. It. Let's just keep talking but about Hadji. Yeah, uh, yeah, but look, it was a fucking disaster at Barcelona. Yeah, it, was. It, it didn't, it didn't really, it didn't really go well. Uh, in the same way that it was probably, let's call it a disaster at Real Madrid. Yeah, agreed. But then at the age of thirty-one, I think he finally found his place in the world. I feel like he? this is the most. This transfer is the most expected. You're leaving Barcelona at thirty-one. Where are you going? Like Galatasaray is very high yeah, up Turkey, in that list yeah. to me. Yeah, Turkey is 100%. anywhere in Turkey is high up in that list. Um, how's he get on there? Well, we've already gone through the the tail of the. Team. I mean, this is. I think, I think he found himself a club where the fans loved him. I think he found himself a club where he fit in. Yeah, and I'm not going to say that it was his level because I actually think he's levels above the Turkish league. Agreed. In terms of talent. Yeah, agreed. But I think he found a really comfortable and a, and a sweet spot for him to go out and play his best football at a level that he felt he could do, um, that he could that he could play his best in. Yeah, agreed. Um, mate scored twice on his debut and scored the winner in the second match. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. I you mean, know, for Galatasaray, what a player. I mean, what a what a not what a player. I think it, like you said, it's a this is different. The pressure isn't on the hu- the spotlight isn't on as much as Galatasaray as it is going to be in other clubs. But he's still a massive club, and also he's thirty one. Yeah, he's thirty one. So he's how much grown ha- up in that time as well? Hasn't how much he? realistically do you expect of a thirty one year old that comes to your club? Yeah, not as realistically. Uh, maybe uh, maybe not so much this day now because I think players are so much fitter. Yeah, agreed. I think you play on a little bit longer, but probably not that much. Yeah. Um, I think the the crowning moment of his time in Galatasaray has got to be. What? You tell me. Well, UEFA Cup win. Yeah, the UEFA Cup. The, which we now know is the Europa League. Yeah. Just, just, just to go back a little bit, in his first, in his, his first season. Sorry. No, it's all right. No, because I do want to come straight onto the UEFA. But I'll I be d- waiting here, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> come on, then hurry up. <laughs> Twenty-four goal involvements in thirty games. Yeah, that's, that's a his good, first that's season. A great record. That. I just wanted to like highlight that because that great is record, that. incredible. And his second season was no different. Yeah. Scored again, incredible goals. And then 2000 UEFA Cup, Josh. Yeah, and I think that this is a uh, this is a uh, the the UEFA Cup. And I'm mentioning Galatasaray and winning the UEFA Cup is a touchy subject for obvious for, well for obvious reasons. If if you're aware, and we'll talk through that a little bit. But yeah, we'll, we'll, st- we'll we start. The we'll game, we'll yeah. look at we'll look at the pure football inside of it from everything first. Mm. Um, and so they they went they go through they cut they actually get into their group by getting knocked out of the Champions League. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. And then they beat Borussia Dortmund, one nil. Yeah. Who are uh, across two legs as well? Who are a big Dortmund are a big side now. They're a massive side. I love them. But I think they were, they were, they were, they're yeah, big they were side then as well. Absolutely. Then they beat. Then this time he gets his revenge on the eighteen to thirty holidays because he lost to Tenerife from Real Madrid, but he beats Mallorca. So all he's got to do is all he's got to do is have a draw with Corfu now, and then he's done the full eighteen <laughs> to thirty holiday, the eighteen thirty holiday treble. And then the the Leeds thing is they beat they beat Mallorca comfortably yeah, as well. Actually, like they they just they just see him off. It's not a pro- not a problem. Let's not even give it numbers. It's just a pace then. Yeah, you got battered, bruv. <laughs> and it's gracious. Yeah, I know. And then the Leeds thing is just a disgrace. Like the lead, like yeah. is in the the hindsight and all of this. Obviously, the, the the if you don't know, two Leeds fans were were stabbed and killed in in Turkey, and the game went ahead. And then they tried to push the game back when they came back to Leeds in the home leg. And they didn't. 
And I actually know someone who went to that game. I was speaking to someone about this. I know somebody who went to the game and they said, from the second you walked in, you knew this like this shouldn't be happening. Like it just shouldn't have happened. Yeah, it was too raw. It was too close. It shouldn't have. The it, it what well, Leeds probably should have been given a bye, which I think would probably be the uh, which is probably the, the outcome that um, w- w- would have arguably been the most fair, or it should have been paid at a neutral venue, or it should have been pushed back significantly because the, these these two young lads that died that they were not taken into account. So I think as much as it's as much as it's impressive for him to say he's won a UEFA Cup, I think the situation with this just completely mars it. And and that is a real shame. Yeah, it is. It's a real shame. And look, you know, two people go to a football game, don't come back. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's it is incredibly, it is incredibly, incredibly tragic. I don't think I disagree with the fact that Leeds should have got a bye. Yeah, sorry, I, I, I don't, I don't think, so do I. I don't think that a neutral venue or something, or, I, or more time, because it was the week afterwards, because they played them the week after. I, I feel like, I feel like the game should have either been played behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, or. Um, it should only be home. It should have only been for home yeah. fans. You, you, you give it a week after two people being stabbed and killed. Yeah. You're literally, it's pulling the pin out of a grenade, isn't it? And like I said, th- this guy I said to me said, I knew from the second I got there, this game should not be played, and the atmosphere was horrific. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and it will be horrific. There will still be a lot of anger. There will be a lot of resentment. I um, don't think. I don't think that there are. I, the only players that have played for Leeds and gone to Galatasaray again, I was speaking to a lad about this, this is ages ago. Like, they all fucking hate, they obviously still fucking hate Galatasaray, but they, like, Kuehl, Kuehl played for both and he's hated and he's yeah. seen as a tosser, etc., etc. But, because someone, Alioski nearly went there and he didn't in the end, but there are still people who who are very attached and close to that. So it's just, I, I, underst- I understand the, that how it, it it mars it so much. It, it really I think does. that's a shame. I think that's a shame because it's the it's not the act of the teams, is it? No. Mind you, I suppose it's the way maybe the club responded to it. Yeah, agreed. and maybe I and I probably do agree with that. But I haven't. I don't know enough about it about to say. No, I'm not going to comment. It. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's no, it. let's just let's just us. We we we've acknowledged it. We know it's wrong. But they they they've gone through and they play Arsenal. It's incredibly sad. But yeah, and you know. Regardless of regardless of the events, Galatasaray go through to the final. Why did you say that in a Swindon accent? Galatasaray, here. Did I say that? You, you went, here, that's our Galatasaray. Oh, wait, so sorry about that. They've gone up Asders and now they're in the bloody final, they are. <laughs> I didn't really say that, Josh. I'm let's so bring sorry. The tone, let's bring the tone back from like the, the sadness, the tragedy, yeah, back to the, I, I to the usual nonsense we uh, talk. Yeah. I sound like Jamie Carragher then. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> course. <laughs> You're not going to keep your job of Sky, aren't you? <laughs> Um, Check his no. ad drive. So <laughs> that was an awful accent. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking shocking. Yeah. <laughs> right, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so yeah, um, they go, they go to the final yeah. of the UEFA Cup 2000. Now, interesting. Yeah. So look, they go on a win. They win on penalties. Whatever. Yeah. All right. But has he actually mars the game for himself? Gets sent off. Who's he have a fight with? Mate, why the fuck in the world, Jay? If you're five foot nine, why are you going to start on Tony Adams? Yeah, dumbass. who's probably drunk. Start, <laughs> start, <laughs> started on Tony Adams after six snake bites. To be fair, big respect to Tony Adams. Yeah, hero. Obviously, one of my one of my great great favorite and Arsenal an players hero. and yeah, a legend. I've got a lot of time for him. But but yeah, like Tony Adams, absolute man mountain, incredible defender. Um, why are you going to start on him? He starts on him. They have a fight. Sto- um, Sto- Haji gets sent off. Adams gets a yellow. And is Ref's is, ref is shat it, Of course he? he has, yeah. Ref's gone, fuck. Look at the size of that fucker. All right, Tony. Well, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll give you a warning this time. 
We'll give you warning this time. Like, you okay? You've got to go. You've got to go. Do you do it again, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and um, they win on pens. They win on pens. Yeah, they they win on pens. Um, and to be fair, it's, it was just one of those games. Yeah. It, actually, if you watch it back, it's a pretty boring game. Yeah. Uh, nothing really happens, but yeah, they win on pens. They win the. They win the. Uh, they go on to win the UEFA Cup. They go on to win the Super Cup. And who do they play in the Super Cup? Uh, a super good team. They did play a super good Real team. Real Madrid. And they play Real Madrid. And Absolutely. big Mario Jardel, who's come up in two podcasts already. The the uh, 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 big Mario coming up, doesn't he? Big Mario Jardel scores twice. Again, he's he. Uh, he's some his goal record at some of his clubs is absolutely outstanding, and then yeah. it's just dog shite. And then he was at Bolton. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that. And then really, that's it, isn't it? That's the end of Hadji for us, I think. Let's talk about though, just very, very quickly, just very right, quickly, very quickly. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I mean, I mean, it's not as in it's not the end. Yeah, go on. It's not, not, it's not the not. end just yet because I just want to mention that that Super Cup, uh, that Super Cup game, mate. He gave fucking Roberto Carlos the absolute runaround. Mate, and he was, what, 35 at the time? 35. Add him on toast. Yeah, he literally... He, a young prime Roberto yeah, Carlos. <laughs> FIFA. Baby pro Roberto <laughs> Carlos. Middle <laughs> prime. He, um, yeah, he literally gave him the runaround. There's there's one... We'll, we will try to get up on socials, and hopefully by the time you've listened to this, it will be up on socials. But there is one move he does around him, and it is a joke. I don't even know what it's called. I d- it's unreal. It's just after Carlos tries to fight him as well. Got to get a bit arsy with him, and I'm like, "You fucking." He just sits him down. To be honest, he's a bit like Raquel May, isn't he? Was wasn't massively quick, wasn't massively strong, but just a beat players with pure skill. But I'll tell you something, he went down in my estimation when he said that. We have not resorted to that. But I'll tell you, you can tell him now, if you're watching it, we're still fighting for this title, and he's got to go to Middlesbrough and get something. And and I'll tell you honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Right, so let's ask the quick questions before we go through to the quiz questions and then we give our worst takes because we're up for an hour again. We talked a lot. We did, but it's, it's all good. I, yeah. think, I think, you know, there's some important stuff there. Yeah, so I agree. Josh, ultimate question. Yeah. What do you reckon? Overrated or underrated? I think he is... I'm going to say underrated because... Because he's... Oh... I'm going to say underrated very slightly because he is so talented and he might not have done it at the big stage, but he still won. He won a European Cup. He mm. played for Galatasaray, scored a lot for Galatasaray. He's got to Champions League finals. I mean, he's not like he's done nothing. No, of course not, yeah. But he, I, I think the, the way that he, you look at his career, you think, wow, he's played for all these big clubs and it maybe didn't work at all of them. I'm going to go just very slightly underrated. Very slightly. I'm actually going to agree with you, and that might surprise you. And the reason I'm going to agree with you is because I think he's got a bit of Raquelme syndrome as well. Overrated, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but no, I'm yeah, yeah, no, underrated. Because, look, he's never really done it at a big club, but it doesn't mean that he hasn't had big moments in his career. Yeah. I just feel like, for me, it's a bit of a bit of pill to swallow. You have to say he's underrated because, number one, Again, he's someone no one really talks about. Yeah, agreed. A lot, a lot of people really talk about him. Um, in 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 that sort of sense. Number two, you cannot deny how fucking good he was. Yeah, like he was so when he was at the right club and playing at the right level that he felt mentally he could deal with. Yeah, mate, he was the, he was unbelievable. I think that's the difference between him and Raquel Me is I think Raquel Me is spoken about in this bracket, and I don't think Haji is. And I I would they are that I think Raquel Me is very slightly better. But yeah, I maybe yeah. But I don't think he's. I think if you were to tier people, people would say he's a lot lower than what he is. Um, and he, uh, 
again, similar to the Raquel May situation, just watch his goals. The bloke's an absolute. The goals are the goals, goals are a joke. The goals are a joke. So yeah, I'll probably say underrated for that reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, however, I do take slight issue with the fact that I think to be a really great player, yeah, you need to be able to overcome those mental kind of blocks. Yeah. And, and it's also it. underrated in comparison to what you pitch him against. Do you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. not he's not he's not the world 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 class player. He's a top player, but he's not a world 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 class player. Yeah. Right. Could have been. If yeah, I know. If he were to go to somewhere now, yeah, where would he go and how much? Right, the transfer. Where would he go and so how much? So this is post Stour. Post Stour. So, so he's had an unreal start. Yeah. Right. I'm going to treat this. I'm going to treat this the way that Premier League and European teams are currently treating the um, the Portuguese league. In the sense that I thought you were going to say the du- and the Dutch league. Then I was just about to say and, well, and in fairness, no, yeah, no, because Anthony's the best winger in the world. So <sighs> just <laughs> fucking turn it in, Josh. He scored uh, one goal, and literally yeah. you could have a 100% goal record in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, of course he has. Brilliant. <laughs> right, anyway, sorry, sorry. Um, I can't, I can't wait until he gets fucking clattered by someone like Matt Target. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Target works in an IT firm, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt Target isn't actually a footballer, he's an enigma. He works in an IT firm. He does not look like a footballer in any he's way, in the shape, Matrix. or form. <laughs> um, where would he go, and how much, how much would, he, w- would they pay for him? I think, coming off of his season at Stour, I think... I think it's a really difficult one, to be honest. Um, and we're talking modern day. Yeah, modern day money. Modern day money, but we're talking modern day teams. So have they got the scouting facilities? That yeah, got yeah. Now? So, all so that. he's just done See, all these done scouts. And Stowers, let's say Stowers at the sort of a standard of a not quite as good as the Dutch league, but still yeah. like the Danish league. Like okay, as good as the Danish. All league. right, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, and this this might sound a bit. This might sound a bit tight. Go on. I'm going to say 32 million. Yeah. Right. And I think he would go somewhere for 32 million. Can't say Everton. I did that last week. Um, 32 million to. Where the fuck would he go? Where the fuck would he go? Hmm. That's really tough. 32 million. Yeah. Right. Just say Everton. <laughs> I'm no, I don't want to say Everton because it's too. Nottingham Forest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he would. I think yeah, I think fair play. No, I get that. Thirty-two million. He'd be one of their nine hundred and sixty-seven signings. Yeah, yeah, fair no. Worth thirty-two million. Yeah, I mate, I I would have said that. I was going to say thirty-five. So oh, I fair I'm, enough. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. So I'm pretty close to that. I think Napoli. I feel like yeah, I feel like okay. You'd, I, I feel like a Napoli are the type of club that would take a risk on a player like that and yeah. go. Look, thirty-five million. We'll get him. We'll see how he gets on, and then and then he could take the step up. And I then think he that could be, could a be the sweet spot for him, though. Yeah, I and think then he a could team be that hundred million pound player afterwards. Who yeah. knows? So I think I mean, Napoli could be the sweet spot for him. I mean, Jorge, if you could do it all again, you know, go to Napoli. I mean, his son still plays. Yanis plays. Yanis Hadji plays for uh, Rangers. That's not his son. Yeah, it is. Yanis is, is it his actually? Son. Yeah. I did not even make that. Mate, connection. how good was Yanis Hadji? This that Jorge could be in a few years' time. Probably not. <laughs> probably, probably not. He plays for Rangers. Like, oh, that's no offense to Rangers, but he plays for Rangers. Oh no, I don't want to say. I, I, I actually quite like the Scottish league, but he's, he's not, he's not good enough, is he, for what the we're going to talk no. about him? Because we're enormous when we talk about massively talented players. Right. There's a pause. <laughs> right. Your quick fire questions. Is quick it not? fire questions. Yeah, so yeah, this. this is a feature where Josh asked me five stupid fucking questions. 
actually four good questions and one stupid fucking question. Um, they're normally true or false. Yeah, uh, well, they are this week as well. And they're normally false. all false. Uh, no, no, no. Right, come on then, Josh. What you got for me? Right. In his last international appearance, yeah, he was sent off for Romania. True or false? Do you know, we had a few red cards, actually, on the quiet. So I'm going to say it's true. It is true. Do you want to know how many red cards he got in his career? How many did he get? Eight. It's quite a bit. Yeah, it's quite a lot, isn't it? Eight red cards, and he was sent off. Um, the same one. amount as Granit Xhaka's had for Arsenal, by the way. Ugh. Eight just for Arsenal? Yeah, that's Fuck crazy, that isn't it? shambles that. Right. Whilst playing for Romania in Euro, 20, Euro 2000, Hadji, alongside all of his hit teammates, dyed their hair bright blonde. Like that is then. true. I remember that. <laughs> yes, it is true. And I remember. If you haven't seen the pictures, they're unbelievable. Who's the other Romanian lad? For, um, for no, he was Colombian. He just had blonde hair anyway. Yeah, Valderrama. Valderrama. I think yeah, Val- was Valderrama was a bit earlier as well, I think. Yeah, he was, yeah. Anyway. And anyway. he just had blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, I do. So just every person with blonde hair. Oh, do you remember... Um, <laughs> Oh, do you remember Gooty? Oh, he had blonde there as well. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, do you... Oh, Johnson. <laughs> right. When Hadji joined... When Hadji joined Barcelona, he was warned by then Real Madrid president Ramon Mendoza for ever entering Madrid again. I can believe that. The rivals, didn't they? Massive I believe rivals. that. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I think true. Oh, actually you, false you rat so one of my lies actually worked that's the first time that was a good lie oh, to yeah! be fair. that was a good lie to be fair because it's believable yeah it is that's I believed it yeah that's mate I'm class at lying honestly um, brilliant Sophie <laughs> likes this <laughs> nah this oh, uh, anyway we move unlucky <laughs> <laughs> so unlucky <laughs> right next one when he joined Bari the manager claimed that he wanted to make his own little Romania what when he joined Bari, the manager claimed uh, Bari, Brescia. No, I, I was going to say, what the fuck is Bari? A Bari. <laughs> Bari. <laughs> Bari. <laughs> Bari are uh, inside the plane uh, in South Italy. When he joined Brescia, the manager claimed that he wanted to make his team his own little Romania. That is true. Yes, it is true. That is true. Who was the manager? Uh, some Romanian bloke. He was basically someone that worked within the Romanian youth side and national side when he was younger. That's so it, So he yeah. signed a lot of Romanian players to try and make Haji feel at home. Didn't why they got relegated. I remember that. Correct. The last one. I don't know if you're going to get this one. Is this another fucking porno one? <laughs> no. I meant yes. No it's, no, it's not porno. Hadji once received a fine of equivalent to €10,000 whilst playing in Barcelona for punching a dog while chanting Hala Madrid. That sounds mental. That's got to be false. Yeah, it's false. Yeah, he did punch <laughs> any dogs. Yeah, he's not a dog puncher. <laughs> Shut up, you dog puncher. <laughs> <laughs> your dog's got taste. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mate, could, actually, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some uh, I'm gonna give you some credit there, Josh. They yeah. were great questions. Thanks, man. I really enjoyed those questions. Thanks you are for most those. Welcome. Um, so this is this is it. Gheorghe Hadji, a good a good yeah, career. I, re- I re- and I've really another very enjoyable one. There's not been one that I haven't enjoyed, but no, really, I I did really enjoy this. Another good career, but not a great career. Mate, how good was Georgia Hadji? Pretty good. Pretty good. I think. It, I, I think. I think. Good player. Yeah, good player. Really good player. Right. So, should we worst footballing takes? Worst footballing takes. I've had a few in this podcast. I've said Anthony's the best winger in the world. Sarcastically. That was sarcastic. To Not be fair. Sarcastically. <laughs> right. Go on then. Worst footballing take. You go first. Uh, I've got. W- I've got one lined up. 
Uh, I, I, well, I'm, I'm going to do one that's quite current. I said that Thomas Tuchel was the best manager in the world pretty recently. Within the last, within not post, not post Champions League top winning, but probably within the last two months, I said Thomas Tuchel is the best manager in the world, despite the season they just had and the bloke's just been sacked. Best manager in the world, don't get sacked. I don't think that's a worse footballing take. No, I, was gonna, I don't think it's a bad take. Right, let me actually, th- yeah. Me, try, let me, right, you keep, you. I've got me. one queued. Are you go ready? On, yeah, go on then. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. I once thought that Jeremy Aliadier oh, was going to be the best player in the Premier League. Fucking hell. I honestly thought he was going to be so good. Fuck me. And I said to all my mates, all my mates were like, oh yeah, Arsenal fucking rubbish now, whatever. And I was like, no, we're not. we got Aliadier. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute shocker. Yeah, he's crap. Yeah, he um, was crap. I one of mine is actually I my one one of my Facebook bio at one point was Chris Smalling with a love heart emoji next to it. The future of football. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Chris. <laughs> Can I be? Per- <laughs> Why did you win the ball, Chris? <laughs> you sound like fucking Johnny Vegas. You said get that, that ball, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but mate. Chris Smalling was so good. Yeah, he was, but he wasn't the future of fucking football. I mean, who is the? What's the? What is the future of football? What does it look like? Mbappe. <laughs> Bobby, who? Mbappe. Mbappe. No, no. It Harland. Early Harland. Harland. Harland or Mbappe? Harland. Yeah, same. Every Can every I give week. you before we go? Go on. Before we go, interesting stat. Yeah. Okay. And I read about this. Go on then. And this is not slight on these Didn't other players. Didn't know you could read. Turns out I can. <laughs> Been trying really hard. <laughs> <laughs> right, twenty Champions League games. Okay. Yeah. Ronaldo, Messi, Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Ronaldo after twenty Champions League games, nil goals. Yeah. Messi after twenty Champions can League games. Can I guess? Days. Yeah. Eight. Correct. Oh yeah, I actually haven't seen this one. Holland after twenty Champions League games. Can I guess again? Yeah. Uh, there's twenty twenty-four. Correct. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck off. Am I right? You're right. Yeah. Yes. Harland. Harland. How blah, crazy. Blah, 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 blah. How crazy is that? Yeah, that's unreal. That, mate, this guy's a monster. This guy's going to be unreal. Yeah, I know he plays for City, but uh, he's just, he's, he's, he's a he's a big legend freak. Ten goals in six games. Yeah, I, that's his fucking He's a genuine scary. freak. Like, not in, a, not in like a, oh, you freak, like nose picker and eater, but as in a freak as in this man is an absolute joke. He's going to score 40 goals in the Premier League. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if he did. Yeah, I think he will. Well, I think that just about wraps it up, doesn't it, Josh, really? One hour 13, baby, let's go. We're getting short. We're trying our best. Yeah. Right, before we go, just as a final, well, cheers for listening if you've managed to get this far. Yeah, thank you so much. Can you give us a follow on Instagram at matehgw? Uh, Twitter, we're there. I'm not that active on Twitter though. I'll try to. Be, I'm trying to be more active, but life gets in the way sometimes. Basically, whatever we post on Instagram goes on Twitter. Yeah. So at matehgw for Twitter, um, and at oh matehgw at outlook.com if you want to email us. Yeah, please I do send know. us an email with any suggestions. Like we take it, any suggestion into yeah. consideration, and honestly, any feedback is welcome. Um, as long as it's nice. Yeah, just just be nice just or be constructive. Nice constructive. Yeah. Like don't just go shit. Crap, shit, and crap. That honestly gives us nothing. Yeah, it gives us nothing. Oh, nothing left, you. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've talked too much. 
thank you so much for listening um as always and we're looking forward to seeing you next week we want obviously as always we never reveal what we're going to be doing next week please oh keep no. an eye out on our socials we're, we're cheeky boys up. we never tell them baby oh, yeah, right, baby. love you all so much thanks god bless love to the family <laughs>